All right, listen, it's my podcast, so I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Here's the favor I'm asking you to do. It's not that big a deal, so don't even start getting upset. All I want you to do is go to PeteColosano.com. You don't even have to get anything. Don't do anything. Don't look anything. Don't read anything. All right, well, that's not true. I want you to read everything. I want you to look at everything. But most importantly, sign up for the newsletter. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. And if you do that... You get a free copy of the first chapter in my book, School Sucks, Why Schools Are Failing, and How We Can Fix It. Okay? So go to PeteColosano.com and check out the site. Look what's on there. Read some of the articles. But most importantly, sign up for the newsletter. PeteColosano.com. PeteColosano.com. I think you know what I'm going to say. PeteColosano.com. You are listening to Pete Colasano. Pete Colasano. Colasano. Hello, everybody. Pete Colasano here. Glad you're listening. Came across this interesting article. Uh... From the New York Post, Americans are more depressed and miserable than ever. That's a that's an eye catcher, right? That sounds exciting. Yes, Americans are more depressed and miserable than ever. Fantastic. Let's dive in. And of course, I'm the dope who can't wait to read it. But I found some pretty interesting things in here. Interesting enough that I felt the need to talk about it. So here's what I got. Let me uh, at least give you some of the highlights from the article. All right. So, for the first time on record, this is the first paragraph, so this is really how this starts off. For the first time on record, there was not a single state in America that saw an improvement in, it, in its residents' level of overall well-being, according to data released Tuesday from Gallup. Uh, this test included 160,000 interviews. So, this was not something where they you know, talked to 20 people and came to the decision that... Americans are miserable. Not the case at all. Okay, this was that's a pretty pretty freaking large sample size, 160,000 people, right? From all 50 states, so they went everywhere. And well-being, which measures everything from mental, physical, and financial self uh, health. Let me try that again. Well-being, which measures everything from mental, physical, and financial health to having solid relationships and a sense of purpose in your life is a way of looking at the quality of American lives. For the first time, there was not a single state in America that saw an improvement in its residents' level of overall well-being. That's ugly, right? Article goes on to say, depression levels are the highest we've had, the highest we have ever measured. Depression levels are the highest we've ever measured. That's fantastic. In 2017, nearly one in five, 18% of Americans said they had been professionally diagnosed at some point as being depressed. That's, that's a significant amount of people. Can't imagine why they're miserable. Article goes on. These declines came despite improvement in key economic metrics, including unemployment, perceptions of standard of living, confidence in the economy, and optimism about spending. 
So most of the time, when people are doing well financially, economically, they feel pretty good about things. They um, are, are pretty happy with their lives and their well-being. But in this particular case, things are on, things are improving financially, economically, but people aren't saying that their well-being is improved. In fact, many people are saying it's going down. And I'll give you this last part of the article. Interestingly... These declines in well-being are largely due to well-being declines among certain groups, like Democrats, women, minorities, and lower-income people. Ah, so now we understand, if you're paying attention in the world, we understand why. And I'm going to get into that. And the reason we know why is because we can point directly to the well-being declines among certain groups like Democrats, women, minorities, and lower-income people. All right? So why are Americans, specifically Democrats, women, minorities, and lower-income people, miserable? They're depressed. They're unsatisfied. They feel that their well-being is, not, at the very least, not improved, and for many, it's worse. Well, here's what I think. I think if you went back over the last eight years, you would probably say the same thing about people who claim to be Republicans. I would bet the Republicans, starting a year ago and going back for eight years, uh, middle-class people, disenfranchised, who feel like they're politicians, have disregarded them, have forgotten about them, had said... Don't worry about them, what some would call the forgotten man. But they would say the same thing. So that leads me to one conclusion. <clears throat> that this particular group and this particular study, I mean, we can point directly to Donald Trump. Donald Trump becomes president and people, a significant number of people, specifically who? Well, Democrats, women, minorities, and lower-income people, according to this article, are not happy that Donald Trump is president. And that's why I said, I bet you if you went back a year, and then the previous year at any point during there, you'd probably find the same statistics with Republicans. This is not a, this is not a pro or con you know, Donald Trump talk here. I don't care about your choices. I don't care who you voted for. This is everyday people focusing on everyday events that they no longer have any control over. That's what's really going on here. The, the election has ended, and there is a significant portion of the population that is extremely unhappy with the decision, the election. Hey, I get it. There was a time I wasn't happy with the election either. But the problem is people are you know, measuring their entire existence based on politics, based on the most recent election. I'm here to tell you, this is not healthy. Not healthy for you. You know who it's good for? Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, NBC, CBS, ABC. They love this shit. They love that you're miserable. They're raking in the ratings. And if they're raking in the ratings, they're raking in the money because they can sell more commercials. I'm here to tell you that you're being used. I know you don't like hearing that. I wouldn't like hearing that. But you're being used. You're being used by a machine that rakes in money on the most possible outrage that they can generate. I'm not saying that the 
things that you believe in, the policies that you would like to see enacted, the people you would like to see in office. I'm not talking about your opinion of those. You can have your opinion any way you want. You could be pro-Obama against Obama. You could be pro-Trump against Trump. I don't care. What I'm talking about is wrapping your life around these elections, around these politicians. And what you're really doing is you're wrapping your life around these news channels. 24-hour news has changed everything, that's for sure. You have to remember, they got to fill that time. You watch long enough, you've seen the same story 37 times in a 24-hour period. What do you think that does to you? Do you think that helps you? This is not an accident. They do it on purpose. They know exactly what they're doing, and they know exactly what it does to you, by the way. You don't know what it does to you because you keep watching. You know how I know you keep watching? Because I used to keep watching. I used to do the same thing. But you're being used. You're being manipulated. I'm not even talking about the information. They don't care about the information. They care about your feelings. They want you pissed off. They want you aggravated. They want you coming back for more, sticking around. They want you going on Facebook and making some kind of post. They want you going on Twitter or on YouTube and making some kind of video. Because somebody else will see that and then they'll go watch the news. What is he talking about? I have to see what he was talking about. We got to do something about this. Next day, you start all over again. Probably first thing in the morning. Outrage. Go to work. Pissed off. Fucking Trump. What does that do for you? How does that help your day? Call me crazy, but I don't think it does. I don't think it's helping you. I don't think it's helping your kids. I'm a teacher. If I did that, it wouldn't help my students. It's hard enough to teach, man. It's hard enough to sell cars. It's hard enough to be a plumber. It's hard enough to be a parent, sell real estate, be a doctor. You need to go into those gigs pissed off, outraged, at shit you have no control over? At least not at this point. I call that lunacy. That's not rational. You're not being a rational person. We love to think that we're rational people. Sit back and think about that for a second. How many times a day do you post anger and outrage on your social media? Whose mind do you think you're changing? You ever think about that? The people who agree with you, they're going to like your post. The people who disagree with you are either going to ignore you or make a comment. And then you're going to say, hey, I don't want to debate on here. I don't want to hear from you. Is that helping you? Does that make you feel better? Does that help your well-being? Americans are depressed and miserable more than ever because they watch the news more than ever. They allow themselves to be used more than ever. In, your, in the end, your life is going to change for the better or for the worse. 99% depending on what you do. You're either going to make yourself better or you're going to make yourself worse. You're either going to do better at your job or you're going to do worse. You're either going to do better with your kids or you're going to do worse. You're either going to have better relationships or they're going to be worse. It's not going to be because of Trump. It's not going to be because of Marco Rubio. It's not going to be because of Obama or Nancy Pelosi. 
your life will be better a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, 99% because of what you do, because of what you choose to focus on. When Obama first became president, I was a teacher. When Obama ended his presidency, I was a teacher. If my life was better at home, if my life was better in my classroom, if my life was better or worse, it was because of me. Sure, sure, government has an effect on your life. I'm not saying it has none. I'm not saying you shouldn't be informed. Of course you should. In fact, it would be ignorant of you if you weren't. But the reality is, if your life is with any significance different than it was eight years ago, it's probably because of you. It's probably because of what you've done. If you've gotten a raise, it's not because of Obama or not because of Obama. It's because of you. Have you made yourself worthwhile, valuable at your job? Do they put you in charge of more things? Are you more responsible than others? That's probably why you're doing better at your job or if you have a new job or a new career or you got a new degree, a whole new direction. It's not because of some politicians. It's not because of anything that's going on in Washington, D.C. It's not because of Fox News, CNN, or MSNBC. It's because of you. Your life will absolutely change on the fringes because of politicians, because of government, state and local government and federal government. Of course it has an effect. But the major effect in your life will be you. To doubt that is foolish. And it's naive. Some people will continue to think that. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm going to work with the people that understand I'm in control of my life. So then what do you do? Right? Because I don't want to sit here and tell you that this is what's wrong and then not give you some solutions. So here's some ideas. Number one, take a break from the political news. Take a break from cable news. Try this. One hour a week is more than enough. One hour a week. You should be informed. So get your news. I don't care if you do it on Friday or Monday or whatever. Friday is probably a good day. Get that one hour in at the end of your work day and uh, know, find out everything that happened that week. Most of the shit that happens during the week is unimportant. And those are the most things we get upset about. It doesn't even make sense. Take one hour at the end of the week to be informed, to understand, to know the big issues. Not the little bullshit that happens on a daily basis that really is not... Nobody's even going to remember in a week, in a month, in a year. Be informed. Know what's going on. An hour at the end of the week. For those of you that are political zealots, how about this? Half hour a day. Going out of the limb here. Half hour a day. End of the day, you pick your show. I don't care what it is. Half hour. Be done. Be done with it. Hell, we all know that government works slow as hell. It's a snail's pace. Why the hell do you need to watch every minute of every day? Let it go. Don't let that stuff run your life. Don't let it change your life. Don't let it run your life. It's not worth it. Half hour a day is more than enough. Get yourself out of that grind. That's nonsense. It's not helping anybody. And here's the other thing about that. You ain't doing anything about that anyway. 
Unless you plan on running for office, maybe you're going to run for office. That'd be great. Unless you're running today and the election's tomorrow, you're not doing anything about it right now. Be informed, but don't be, don't be crazy. You don't need to see the same news 17 times in the same day. What the hell do you think that's doing to your brain? Could you imagine if you studied a foreign language 17 times in the same day? Why don't you try that? Try studying psychology, philosophy, 17 times a day. See what that does. Instead of watching the same goddamn news article or news topic 17 times a day. That's not helping you at all. Number two, help someone out. I love this Zig Ziglar quote. He said, you can have everything in life you want if you can just help enough other people get what they want. Go out and help other people get what they want. The Bible says a kingdom awaits for those that serve the many. A kingdom awaits. Go out and serve the many. Go out and help somebody. You can keep it even even simpler than that. Just go around complimenting people. Find something to compliment on people and do it. You're going to see how that makes them feel, but it's unbelievable how that makes you feel. How about you be a mentor to somebody, maybe a coach? Teach a parenting class. Some of you know your, your kids have turned out pretty good. Why don't you go teach other parents how to do the same thing? That's a worthwhile thing to do. Why don't you do that 17 times a day? Instead of watching the news and seeing the same story 17 times a day, why don't you post a YouTube video 17 times a day with parenting tips? Why don't you go help out at the local PAL or the YMCA? Hell, play with, just go play with kids in a neighborhood. Do something nice for your partner or your friend. Plan something nice. Just because. Go out and help somebody. Do something for somebody. It's going to make them feel good. You're going to see it in their face, but it's going to make you feel good too. Number three. Start exercising. Start working out. This is not just about muscle or fat loss. This is a neurological issue. Exercise makes us feel better. We get this release of neurotransmitters, flies up into our brain, makes us feel fantastic. Here's the other thing. This is a proven fact, research-based. People who work out tend to make better life decisions because they don't want to waste the work that they put in. Okay, Go for a walk. Go for a run if you can. Start riding a bike. Do some push-ups and pull-ups. You can work with weights. Take some fitness classes. My wife loves taking these classes. She loves just having somebody in front of her doing it, and I just got to mimic that person and work my ass off. Hey, Netflix has a million workout videos. Just do some of them. Do some yoga, Pilates. Take a swim class. Go for a walk. Get outside. Go for a walk. Take in some fresh air. It'd be good for you. For the first time on record, there was not a single state in America that saw an improvement in their residents' level of overall well-being. Because you're all focusing on the wrong shit. You're focusing on everything that's wrong, and you're focusing on it all day long. 
There's so much right. There's so much you have control over. You don't have to be miserable. You can choose to be happy. It's just a matter of what you focus on. And I'm telling you, these three things are just a start. Stop watching the news. Give somebody a helping hand. Reach out. And get your ass moving and doing something. It feels good. It feels good. Oh, you mean well-being? Yeah. I mean well-being. You'll feel better. Focus on others by helping others out. It's a natural reward. Stop watching the news. You're being used. Listen to me on this. You're being used. I wrote about this earlier today. It's like the matrix. You're a battery in the matrix and you keep the machine running. That's what you're being used for. You keep the machine running. You keep the money flowing to them. That's all you are. They don't care about your feelings. They care about your eyeballs on the TV. Stop watching the news. Help someone out. Get your ass in gear and move. Work out. Exercise. Walk. Not all things in this world are within the realm of your control. That is a fact. You, don't, you can't control everything out there. This particular one, this particular thing, your well-being, this one is in your control. You do have the ability to feel better. You have to change what you're focusing on. Focus on the things that matter most in your life. And I got to tell you, if you're president or your senator or your mayor or your congressman, if they matter, if they come even in the top five things that matter most in your life, you really got to reassess. You really got to look at yourself and say, what the hell is going on here? If I asked you to list the five most important things in your life, I guarantee they wouldn't be anywhere near the top five. So go make a list of the five most important things in your life and start focusing on them. Do those things five times, 10 times, 15 times a day. Work with those people 15 times a day. Work on those skills 15 times a day. Stop watching the news. Help out a friend. And start working out. Exercise. Put in the work. Put in the hard work. You'll feel so damn good. I promise. You'll feel so damn good. This is in your control. You don't have to be miserable, folks. I'm telling you. You could change it all in a minute. Those statistics can change in a minute. And I hope you do that. All right, guys, listen, it's a Friday. It's a Friday when I'm recording this, but I want to thank you all for listening. You can also find me on Facebook, just so you know, PeteColosano.com on Facebook um, and Twitter at PeteColosano. And you can find my YouTube videos. I got a lot of cool trick shots on there and some other videos of mine. Just look go on YouTube, go to Pete Colisano, some cool stuff. I appreciate you listening. If you like what you heard, please send it to a friend. I think this message needs to be heard by a lot of people. I think it needs to be understood by a lot of people, and I think it can help a lot of people. So thanks for listening, and pass it on to someone else. Peace!